Hey, hey, well, welcome back to the podcast. We're so happy. We, who's we? Oh my God. I am so happy that you're here uh, listening. Hey, before we get into the episode, I want to let you know right at the top, my voice is jacked up. Um, it was a crazy weekend of partying. No, I'm just kidding. I do not party. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that. Um, we were in the Midwest this weekend and um, Chicago weather is way colder than California. And it just, it just didn't do me any good. Um, I also didn't sleep very much and I did a lot of singing and yeah, it was just a lot. And so, yeah, that's where we're at. Thank you so much for the grace to continue to listen to this groggy voice. Um, but besides that, I wanted to also say thank you for those of you who have been tuning in every single week, besides the two months that I was gone, and um, sending me these really nice DMs and posting and sharing and leaving your reviews. I'm so grateful. If you haven't done any of those things, I'm still grateful for you. But I would love, love, love if you did take a second to leave a little review or post it on your Instagram and tag me. I'd love to reshare those or send me a DM. Let me know that you were encouraged or maybe you were discouraged or I hope not. I don't think I'm discouraging, but do tell me, but just be very kind because I am a chronic people pleaser. I'm just kidding. I can handle it. Send your comments my way. So uh, I'm excited that you're here. This is episode three of Normal Town. Let's do this. Hey, hey, my name is Rudy, and I like to believe that you can live an extraordinary life that makes an incredible impact on the people around you. Yes, your normal everyday life can make an extraordinary impact. This is Normal Town. Well, 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 here we are. You guys, I hate the sound of my voice right now. You know when you were younger and you got like a raspy voice and you thought it was cool? You're like, yeah, I'm just really sick. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know. I, I I was. I thought I was super cool with a little raspy voice. I don't know if there's anybody else out there. If you are, please DM me and tell me I loved to have a raspy voice when I was a kid. Um, but as an adult, it's it's embarrassing. It's like, especially as like a vocalist, it feels dumb because like I feel, and here, I'm just giving it to you straight. I love to be honest. I teach people not to sound like this. And then when I don't follow my own teaching, which is exactly what happened this week, um, then I deal with being hoarse. And so here we are. So yeah, allergies. Lack of sleep, which is huge for a vocalist. Eating bad, really bad. You guys, we had Giordano's and Luminati's this weekend. And if, you're, if you've been in Chicago or you know, or you're there from Chicago, hey, my Chicagoans, you know that, that the food is just so unhealthy. It's like, I mean, it's just deep dish pizza galore. And uh, it was great. I have no uh, regrets, but I made a lot of mistakes this weekend. The mistake I didn't make... Um, was getting to be with some really good friends. Um, we got to hang out with our friends, Melissa and Alexis Tavison. I think that's how you say the last name. Um, they're amazing. They hosted us. Thank you guys so much. I know they are listeners of the podcast. And so I'm grateful for you guys. Shout out to you. If you guys are ever in Chicago area and need good tour guides, good hosts, they are amazing. They like they made a little basket for us with good snacks. They were just so good to us. So thank you guys so much. But anyway, Chicago was a vibe. Okay, vibe. I don't think I've ever said that. I'm on a vibe. What is that song? I hear it on uh, TikTok all the time. It was so much fun. We had a good time. Um, we were doing uh, some worship leading out there um, with our Messengers of Peace fam. Shout out to you. And uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We got to go to Willis Tower, um, which is the tallest tower in all of the land. Uh, actually in the Western Hemisphere. I did learn that. And um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. There's like these like plexiglass doors or not doors, like rooms that you go in. And then it's like, you're floating in the air 
And I thought it was gonna be a lot scarier than it was. It was very cool. I was a little bothered that you only got two minutes in it, but that's okay. Took some great photos, gonna post them probably tomorrow. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We got to go to one of the Starbucks reserves, which was really cool. That was interesting. We didn't go to go, get to go to the Chicago one. We went to one in a place that sounded like Napa Valley, but wasn't Napa Valley. Naper, Naperville? I think it was called Naperville. That was cool. Okay, speaking of Naperville. So there's this whole controversy in Chicago. Maybe it's not as big as I'm going to make it, but I'm going to make it a big deal. Between Giordano's Deep Dish and Luminalties. Okay, I'm saying it right now because I used to say Luminati's because that's what I think everybody was saying. And so when we would go to Chicago, people would be like, do you, do you want to go to Luminati's or do you want to go to Giordano's? And I didn't never want to go to Luminati's because sure as heck, I'm not going to sell my soul to the devil to have some pizza. You know, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to go to this Illuminati place. Well, it's not Illuminati's, it's Lou Malnati's. Lou, L-O-U space Malnati. M-A-L-N-A-T-I-S, Luminati's. Anyway, so there's a whole controversy between those two. Like you either like Giordano's or you like Luminati's. And this time around, we got to try both of them. The first time I was in Chicago, I only tried uh, Giordano's. In fact, funny story, maybe it's not that funny to you, but funny story, I we fly into Chicago. Well, I say we, but me. I fly into, I fly? Wow, I flied. What kind of English is that? I flew into Chicago and it was a red eye flight, get there really late. I walk into my room, super tired. I want you to imagine 1230 at night. I think it was like 1230 at night. You're very tired. You walk into your hotel room. It's pitch black, except for one light. All the way on the other side of the hotel room. There's one light on. It's the desk lamp. It's shining brightly. You follow the stream of light downward. And at the, on top of the desk, right below the light, is this box of pizza. And in cursive writing, it says, Giordano's. Giordano's? How do you say it? Giordano's. Garandero's. I don't know. It was 12.30, almost 1 in the morning. And um, the right thing to do would have been to go to sleep. But I was 300 and something pounds at that point and food was life. And so I ate the box of pizza. I'm Giordano's pizza. I didn't eat the whole box, but I ate a good amount of it. Deep dish pizza at like one in the morning. And that was the first, my first Giordano's experience. So coming back, fast forward, what, four years later, I get to go back with my wife and I'm like, you have to try Giordano's. It's so good. So we go back to Giordano's. One of the first things they, they tell you is it's going to take us 45 minutes to make the pizza, but it's well worth it. Okay. That was the voice of the lady. And um, so we wait, we eat the pizza. Now, like I said, there's this controversy whether you like Giordano's or Luminati's. And so I wanted to try both of them. Let me give you just, let me just give you some insight. I'm not gonna take a long time. I'm just gonna give you some insight. Giordano's and Luminati's are both deep dish pizza, but they are very different, okay? Giordano's is very cheesy. It's got an extra layer of dough inside and it's ridiculously heavy. It is very good but it's ridiculously heavy. When I say heavy, I mean like you're gonna feel like you're 600 pounds after you eat a, a slice of the pizza. And that's how we felt. My wife and I felt very sick after, not like food poisoning, throwing up and all that sick, just like very heavy and nauseous for like 24 hours, I'm not even joking. And it was good, but that's how I felt. And come to realize everybody feels that way after they eat Giordano's. Why do we keep eating it? No idea. Oh, cause it's good. So I was telling some friends of mine, like, hey, this is how I felt after you Giordano's. And they were like, oh, you need to go to Luminalti's. It's nothing like that. And I was like, oh, okay. So the last night we're there, 
we go to Luminati's and sure enough, I don't feel gross after eating it. Now, I will give you my opinion. I won't tell you which one you should like more because there's certain things about each that I like. So the first thing is Giordano's crust is way better, in my opinion. It's a buttery, flaky crust. It's amazing. Luminati's pepperoni is so much better and it's not as cheesy so you don't feel like 500 pounds after you eat it. feels very light, feels good. Um, so if I had to choose one over the other, I would have to say Luminati's. I would have to say it because... I didn't feel so gross. I didn't I didn't like how I felt after Giordano's. So that's it. That's what I'm going to say about deep dish pizza. Why did I go so long talking about pizza? Anyway, so yeah, Chicago was great. We got back Monday. No, excuse me, Sunday night. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, this is way off topic, but I started Duolingo, you guys. <laughs> I've been doing five minutes of Duolingo every day. I'm on my third day streak, which I'm really proud of. Um and I'm learning things. I learned today that a menudo means often. Isn't that weird? I also learned, I didn't learn this from Duolingo, but I learned this from a friend of mine, that if you say, oh, sea, it's like saying, um, or well, or like, you know, it's a little filler word. So I'm going to start using that because it makes me sound like I really know Spanish. So if I'm like, when somebody asks me a question, like, what do you like to do? And I'll say, me gusta... I said, mm, o sea, algo. I don't know if I said that right, but I'm going to start using it in hopes that people think that I'm truthfully bilingual. I have no idea if they're going to think that. So yeah, I've been doing Duolingo because I've been doing a lot more Spanish things lately and my Spanish is terrible. Oh my God, it's terrible. So I'm trying to get better. So yeah, Duolingo. Okay, another fun fact. I know I feel like I'm a little all over the place, but I'm going to get to the point right now. But another fun fact, I was on Instagram this week and just, you know, swipe in, do my thing. And I got a notification of a comment on one of my posts, okay? That freaked me out. And I'm gonna tell you that story after this break. I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna do a commercial. Should I do a commercial? I will do a commercial. Okay, go commercial. Hey, hey, well, thank you for listening to Normal Town. This is the time where we come in with a little commercial break for ya. Um, this commercial is brought to you by me, actually. April 2nd, I'm so excited. I have a one-day vocal intensive for worship leaders. Give me one day and you will walk away with the tools you need to lead worship without restraint, to lead without limits. You can lead your community of believers in worship without wondering if your voice is going to keep up with your passion. Trust me, it's possible. Let, tell me if this sounds like you. My voice is inconsistent. Some Sundays I can fill in the blank. The next I can't. Or does this sound like you? What I hear in my head and what I can do in real life are not the same thing. Or how about this one? Writing set lists, transitioning between songs, figuring out what to say while I'm leading scares me. Or how about this? I want to be able to focus on what's going on in the room and not what's going on with my voice. If that's you and you're excited, I want you to visit rudyvillareal.com slash one day. You can go to my Instagram and tap the link in my bio. You get all the information there. It's going to be so much fun. I don't want you to miss out on this. Hope to see you there. So like I was saying, I was on Instagram, got a little comment on one of my things. I'm going to read it to you. And it said this. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. <clears throat> Has the mayor of Normaltown been in contact with you? We know you don't live in Normaltown and would greatly appreciate if you didn't steal our identity. You guys, listen, when I read this message, I got nervous. Why did I get nervous? It's just Instagram. But because the name of the account is Normaltown Radio. 
So I started thinking, right? I put all these stories in my head. I started thinking, wait a second. There's a town called Normaltown and they're mad that I have a podcast named after them and I'm not a citizen of their town. So I started Googling, can I get in trouble <laughs> starting a podcast uh, that's titled a city and not a citizen. Anyway, I just got really nervous. I thought that maybe there was some like trademark or copyright issue. So I go to their Instagram account and it's another podcast, which I thought was funny. It's like a, a, like a parody podcast about a, a town called Normal Town. And I don't know, it's like a joke. I, I have no idea. I haven't really listened to anything, but I think it's like an improv group that does podcasts. And um, yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I got really nervous. No, the reason I'm telling you that story is because if you didn't know, and I haven't said it enough, I tend to be a people pleaser and I tend to get really like nervous about what people think or, you know, I really care a lot about what people say and all those things. And I'm, I'm working on it. So I got nervous and I started to think like, like, do I need to change the name of my podcast? Do I need to find another title for it? Am I going to get in trouble? Is this person going to make a big deal about it? Are they going to like try to out me? And all of the people who listen to it or my, you know, all the people I'm connected to on social media, they're going to think I'm an imposter for like, you know, stealing this person's, you know, the city or this podcast title. I started way overthinking it. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I, it sounds weird. I, I must've been super early in the morning when I, when I got this, but I got to this point where I didn't want to do the podcast anymore. Isn't that dumb? Isn't that so dumb? I got to a point where I was like, I don't, I don't think like I want to do this anymore. I feel dumb even telling you that because it's so silly that a little comment on my Instagram made me feel a certain type of way that I even entertained the idea that this podcast was dumb and I shouldn't be doing it. And then I thought about something. This wasn't the first time. I had been here before. I had been in situations before where I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up because somebody said something or I didn't get the response I liked or you know, it, it wasn't as successful as I thought. Or I don't know, I, I'd just been here before and I'd gone through that. And I'd ask myself, what did I do the last time to get over this little hump of discouragement, to get over this little, this little moment of, I want to quit. I want to give up because we all, we, we all find ourselves there, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're in ministry or you have a nonprofit or you work a nine to five, whatever you do, you're going to find yourself in a situation where you want to quit where you want to give up. And you're going to have to ask yourself, do I have what it takes to keep going? You don't have to have a lot. You just have to have enough to keep going. And I know it's silly, but I really felt like this podcast is dumb. Or at least I need to change the name. I need to make an adjustment because of what somebody else is saying or how somebody else feels or what somebody else thinks. And I know that this account wasn't being malicious. They're being funny. They're like a little funny podcast. But I started to overthink it. My own insecurities, my own feeling of being unsure or my lack of confidence in, you know, what I do or lack of belief in myself, like all of those things affect the way that I show up. What I think about myself, how I feel about myself affects the way that I show up to a situation or how I react to a situation. And so I found myself here before and I've learned, I've learned that in moments where I want to give up and moments where I want to quit, there's one thing that I can do, one question 
that I can ask myself that will make or break my passion or my will to keep going. The question's really simple. It's why did I start this in the first place? Or why am I even doing this? And now that question could sound detrimental, right? It could sound like, well, that sounds like the question you ask yourself right before you give up. Sure, if you don't have a good answer. But if you have a good answer, it's all the fuel you need to keep going. If you have a good answer to the question why, it's enough fuel to keep going. Let me give you an example. Um, In 2019, I was 328 pounds and I wanted to lose weight. I had tried a lot of ways to lose weight. I remember one time uh, I got on Instagram, maybe it was Snapchat, I remember, and I posted day one of waking up at five in the morning, go to the gym. I said, I'm gonna do this for 21 days, you guys. Let's go. That lasted all but three days. <laughs> like it was not good at all, at all. And I really thought I was gonna do it. And I just didn't, I didn't do it. Another time I said, okay, I'm gonna keto, you guys. Here we go, keto diet. Let's go, I'm ready. And that lasted maybe four or five days, maybe, probably less, to be honest with you. But I got to a point where I was so sick and tired of, of being in the situation I was in. I was tired of being extremely overweight. I was tired of wearing three X's, almost four X's. I was just tired. I was sick of it. And so I made a decision to change uh, my health. And that's a whole other story for another time. Um, but one of the things about goals and reaching goals is that no matter how passionate you are in the beginning, you're going to find moments where how you feel right this second trumps how passionate you were at the beginning, where how you feel in this moment right now in the sucky moment that you're in is so much greater than how excited you were when you first started. Because you can start real strong, but you're gonna find moments, it's just normal. You're gonna find situations where you want to quit. And I did many moments. So one of the things I had to do in moments where I wanted to quit was I had to ask myself, why did I start in the first place? Because I had given myself a reason. When I first started, one of the things that my health coach asked me to do was to get real clear on why I wanted to lose weight. It couldn't have been just why I want to look good. Because what if I did lose enough weight and I felt good and I was like, that's it. No, I had a big goal. I wanted to lose 116 pounds, which I still haven't reached, but I've maintained, but that's a whole nother story. (laughs) We're going to get there one day. Um, But I had to ask myself, what is the why? And is it going to be bigger than the moments where I whine? Is my why bigger than my whine? I would ask myself. And I did. I had a good why. I had a compelling why. I didn't want to die early. Truthfully, I, I, I wanted to be a father. I want to be a father. And I'm excited about being a dad one day. And I knew of men who passed away leaving their kids behind um, early in life because of their obesity or diabetes or high blood pressure or whatever. And I didn't want to be that father. I didn't want their stories to be my story. And the way I was headed my story was going to end up that way. And so I had to get real clear about why I wanted to lose weight. And that's what kept me the entire journey. Five months later, I had lost 75 pounds in five months. Not just because throughout the entire journey, I felt excited about losing weight. Or every morning I woke up and I was like, yes, I don't get to have pizza. (laughs) I'm so excited. No, 
No, there were moments that just sucked. There were moments that just were the worst, but I had in those moments, in the moments I wanted to throw in the towel, in the moments I wanted to give up, in the moments that I was like, I'm sick of this, I had to revisit my why. And I do this often. I have to ask myself, Rudy, why did you start coaching? Why? Why did you do that? Well, I wanted to make an impact in people who are making impacts in other people. I wanted to be the coach for the people who are changing other people's lives. Who is taking care of the strong people? And I wanted to be that guy. And so that's why I started coaching. Rudy, why did you start the podcast? Because I wanted to encourage people just like you that you can make a huge difference, a huge impact in the people around you just by living out loud the life that you're living right now. You don't have to have 10K followers with a little swipe up feature. You don't have to be super cool and successful. You can just live your normal everyday life. Some people in your life just need you to keep going so that they know that they can keep going. They need to see you wake up every morning and remind yourself why you wake up to do what you do. Like I said earlier, maybe you're a ministry leader. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. Maybe you've got a business. Maybe you're, you make cookies. Maybe you, I don't know, underwater basket weave. Whatever it is you do, in the moments where you feel like giving up, ask yourself, why did I start this in the first place? And if you can answer that, if you give yourself a good answer, you'll have enough fuel to keep going. But if you can't answer why you do something, if you don't have a strong why, a clear why that screams louder than the moments you want to give up, and you come to that crossroad between do I keep going even though I'm discouraged or do I give up now, you're probably going to give in. Now, I don't want you to give in. So here's my encouragement for you. Whatever you're doing, make sure you got a clear why. Make sure you know why you're doing it. Make sure you've got some fuel to back you up. So in moments where you want to give up, you've got a reason to keep going. Because you being resilient, you being able to keep going directly affects the people that you are called to impact. Friend, if you give up, you won't reach the people who need to be reached. So what do you do when life gets hard or when you don't see the results that you want to see or when you don't, I don't know, when you don't get to your goal as fast as you think you would, you're supposed to, when you don't get into the college you thought you were supposed to go to, when you don't get the job you thought you were supposed to have, when your business isn't as successful as you thought it would be, whatever it is in the moments that get tough, what do you do? You ask yourself, why did I start in the first place? Give yourself a good answer and let that be fuel to keep going. There are people on the other side of your resiliency. They are waiting for you to keep going. So here's my encouragement for you. Whatever you have your hands to do, take a moment today, tomorrow, next morning. Don't wait too long now. Take a moment to get clear on why you do it. Now, this is dangerous because you may find that what you're doing doesn't have very much intrinsic value to you. Intrinsic value just means how much something is worth to you. If you can't get clear on why you're doing what you're doing, it probably doesn't have that much worth to you. And now if you're asking me, I wouldn't waste my time doing something that's not worth very much to me. Now I understand there are some people who are just in a position 
who have to work the job they're working to make ends meet. And I congratulate you. That's hard. It is hard to work a job you don't love. But if you have the opportunity to pivot, to shift, to make an adjustment, because what you're doing, you don't feel passionate about, please do. Here's my encouragement for you. Do it. You're already not happy. You're already not enjoying what you're doing. It can't hurt to take a step toward something that brings you value, something that you can get behind every day and go, I know why I do this. And I'm passionate about it every time I think about why. If you're finding yourself discouraged often about what you're doing or losing passion about what you're doing, revisit your why. Why did I decide to do this? And give yourself a good answer and watch how much passion you can rekindle to keep going. I believe in you. I hope you believe in yourself. And I hope you know why you're doing what you're doing. It's okay to find yourself in moments where you want to give up, but it's not okay to not have a plan for when you fall into those moments. The plan is real simple. Get clear on your why. So when you feel low about something, you can remember why you started and that'll be enough fuel to get you to the next step. That's it. I hope you're encouraged today. I hope you feel passionate about what you're doing. And if you're not living a life where you are passionate about what you're doing, I hope you find a way to motivate yourself today. When you're feeling low and you're feeling like giving up, I hope you find a way to intrinsically motivate yourself within yourself. Find a way to say, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I love what I get to do. Hey, listen, I hope you're living a life that you love. And if you're not, I hope you take some time to figure out what you can do to get there. As always, we're here to serve you. So glad that you tuned into Normal Town today. Until next time. Wow. I'm not going to get these endings right ever. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. Wowzers. Wowzers.